Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast about great ideas you'll never do that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Besha, and this is partially my fault. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Hello! It's been so long! It really has. It really has. It's so good to hear your voice at... Yours at as what, well. Yes. Oh, my God. And, you know, I mean... Uh, okay, here's the question that I have for you. Yeah. We, we are recording this at the literal end of 2020. Yep. Do we, once the year flips over to 2021, do we declare a, a moratorium on the use of the phrase, these unprecedented times? I, I declared that, like, months ago. Oh, I mean, I, only, I, mean, I use it ironically now with a well, little yeah. trademark symbol. Um, <laughs> but it might but be like, it might be over the top going forward. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the greeting is at the end of the hell year. I, you know, I, I'm, but I, as long as we can continue to say in the before times. Yes. Because I enjoy that very much. Yes, as do I. You know, in the, in the before times, I didn't have six apps on my phone for talking to people. <laughs> Avoiding them was good enough for me. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but... Uh, you know, it's, that's fair. That's fair. Actually, should we bring our guest in immediately yes. so we can all talk about this? Yes. yes. Excellent. Folks, we are bringing back once again for, I'm going to say, I think, her fifth appearance? What? <laughs> it's... Our excellent friend Amy. Amy. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Perfect. Has it really been that many times? I feel like I'm monopolizing this now. Thank you. No, yes. no. I, I there is that such a thing is not possible. Um, yeah. In fact, I mean, if this show was just going to be the three of us from now on, I don't think that I would mind. Yeah, I can. I can hang. I'm down. <laughs> we have well, all well, the apps. We might as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A- Amy, before we recorded, you were talking about this as well. H- how many are you up to now? Well, that's a very good question. I I don't have the one that you had. Blue jeans was mentioned. Does anyone True. out there remember that? No? Okay. <laughs> good. Me neither. No one has ever heard of that. No, no. John one. made that up. It was a fluke. <laughs> He's already creating new ideas. Amazing. Never stops. Always on. Um, I am operating on, currently we're on Skype, and then there's Zoom and Teams and Google Meet, previously Hangouts, and I'm sure there's six others that I'm not even thinking. There's FaceTime, of course. Yeah. And a a plethora of options, all of which I also do my best to avoid, except basically anything that could have been a conference call is now a video chat. Yeah. Which I'm not. Why is that? I am. I am very grateful that my work has mostly settled on the standard of like our weekly team meetings are all faces, and like our company huddle every week is you know a lot of people turn their cameras on so you can see if somebody got a haircut. Well, they cut their hair, but otherwise right. we're still not doing it. Thank God. You are one lucky lady, which I've said many, many times. <laughs> Having to wash my face like twice a week is is more than enough. I still have to put on top half costumes. Oh. Top half only, people. You don't know what's going on on the bottom half, and I'm not telling. <laughs> it's for your protection. Bunny slippers. I wish. I did buy a foot warmer. Yeah. 
Because it's just, I just feel like I need it. It's a combo foot warmer, foot massager. Yeah. I, I need details. Get one. It is, I mean, like, it, it, is, is it like a foot bath? It looks like that, yes. But it has, um, your feet, <laughs> your feet shoots are uh, black. And you can take them out and wash them in case your your toeses are a little bit smelly. And it is a massager that you can set to various levels and a heater that you can also set to various levels. And I, between that and another object that I recently bought, um, I've I've turned this ship around. I mean, that, it sounds ingenious, but it also kind of sounds like some, some, like, Sky Mall ass, like... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But but it does sound... uh, Right next to the tree gnomes. Remember the tree gnomes in Sky Mall? That was just eyes and like a face that you would stick on your tree. And I always thought, why would you order this from a plane? What? Mm-hmm. I do remember that. That was very, that was an interesting era. I don't remember that at all. Don't worry. I'm much older than you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I require. Um... <laughs> we'll debate it off, off screen. <laughs> what, what's the other object you bought? The other object I bought, John, is a glowing LED orb. Yes. All right. I need, I'm, I need to know everything there is to know about the orb. Okay. It's round. It glows. It has a remote control. It uh, can glow in a single color. It can flash in a single color. Or uh, my preferred mode is a slow, graceful transition between all of the colors of the beautiful rainbow. And it sits there. Oh, it is, friends. It is. I highly recommend the glowing orb. <laughs> I I got a glowing orb, but it's not as good. Oh, are you sure? It is, it is a 3D printed moon. Oh, that's a beautiful can, thing. It is very pretty, and I can tap it through like three different colors. It's like cool, warm, and in the middle. But it does not spontaneously move through different colors. Well, you might need a glow. It's this orb is very large. Well, See, maybe not very large. It's it's the size of a big sofa pillow. Maybe. Oh, that's pretty large. It's pretty big. My mine is uh, small enough, and because it is three D printed, printed plastic, I am comfortable having it on the shelf over my head when I'm in bed, <laughs> because it won't kill me in an earthquake. Moon bonks are not yes. your major concern. Got no. it? No, I. You know what? I would be fine with a moon bonk. It would be kind of whimsical. I would be fine with a moon bonk as well. <laughs> but your orb sounds potentially dangerous i wouldn't put it on a top shelf mostly because the top shelf would have to be fairly wide in mm-hmm. order to accommodate its girth how, how big is this orb i mean full disclosure listeners i was sent video footage of the orb but i did not have a lot of what i would call in-frame contextual information right. that enabled me to determine how big the orb is yeah typically i put a quarter next to everything i take a picture of but i didn't have a quarter at the time because i was <laughs> jumping on a mini trampoline and that's a story for another time. But <laughs> if you don't know, Sorry. now you know. Now we know. I don't... That's a great question. I'm really good at spatial relationships, but not really good at size. So congratulations, all my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> that was just off the top of the, my head, that one. <laughs> if you... Uh, let, let's put it this way. Bigger or smaller than the size of your head? Bigger. Oh, definitely Bigger. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. It's um maybe uh, sixteen inches. Incredible. Maybe that's yeah, a size of the orb. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a sizable orb is the title of my sixth book. 
<laughs> Coming out soon. You're going to love it. Do, 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 do. We, I suppose we should probably clue listeners in as to what, what goes on on this podcast. Since we... Isn't ju- it just this? I think, I think it's just this. <laughs> Welcome to Orb Chat. <laughs> So it, it's been a while since uh, since we've since we've recorded. It's been a while since we've put up an episode. So welcome back, listeners. Uh, if you're new to this show, great. Thank you. Welcome. Here's what's going on. For the past dozen years, I've been writing down every idea I've ever had without editing and throwing them all into a big pile. Usually what we do on this show is let a guest dig through the pile and see if there's anything good or just plain crazy that we can talk about so you, the listener, can steal it. But... This time, our guest also has an idea file of their own that we've gotten to look through, so we're going to trade ideas, and you can pick through the bounty of two brains instead of just my one. As always, if you hear an idea you like and you want to run with it, do it. I just want credit. I want a cut. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> um, all right, so Amy's got some ideas of mine. I have some ideas of Amy's. Da, da, da. Who, who wants to go first is the question that I have. I I feel like if I had had that quarter next to my orb, I could flip it right now and we could call heads or tails, but I I didn't. Man, I didn't know that was going to come back to bite me twice. Twice. Or a banana. (laughs) Right. For scale. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. It's not as flippable, but um, I'd say that since since my name, let's go alphabetically. My name comes before your name. Okay. Well, let's do one of your ideas first, then. Okay. And here is the, here's the one that I want to zero in on immediately, which is an app that tells you how busy Trader Joe's is and if something is in stock. You know, Dude. I'm not surprised that you picked okay. that one first. For the first part of that, Google Maps does it. Ooh, well, yes. Yes, but I find, I think, Besha, we've all talked about how much we don't like Google. I yeah. Mean, I like them because they pay me sometimes to do work. Um, And I like their color, their simple color palette. And sometimes I like the Google Doodle. But is it reliable? I think this should be an app that was created by the people of the Teej. I call it the Teej. That's fair. Yeah. That they can kind of track. Maybe it's a thing. Because they're they're obviously keeping track right now of who's coming in and out, at least Mm -hmm. here. Um, So we know how many people we may or may not. Um, be in contact with at any given moment. So I feel like that thought process could be transmutable into, I just want to see my local Tej. I want to know how many hooples are in there. And do they have the thing I want? Which is perhaps more important than the level Harder. of busyness. Yeah. Especially given their kind of um, laissez-faire attitude toward keeping really good things in stock. Yeah, it fluctuates. Not, not even in stock, but like just plain on, in in their like ledger as like a product that we will have and continue to support. Like their beloved cranberry, I think it was a cranberry almond granola. They just fucking stopped. They were just like, no, fuck Rude. you, we don't have it anymore. Here, here's the thing. This this is why this here's why this idea tripped my sensors immediately. Which is, there is an item that I would love to know if it was in stock, and I think like. I think they only made about six of them for the entire country, which is the the seasonal dark chocolate orange with the with the segments that come apart if you oh. slam it down on a table. Yeah, I just saw those in stock here. You oh, wait. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I didn't double check. They might not have been dark. Were they doing multiple? This, I think... He's he is brand? without words. Were they doing milk versus dark? 
No, they. I think they only do the dark chocolate oh, one. Yes. Uh, if you if you go back to your local TJ's and they still have it, buy all of the ones you can find. I um, absolutely because will. They don't. They're not fucking anywhere, and I don't know why. And I uh, I feel like an app like this would have saved me a lot of grief mm. uh, because holy god, it's. I think partially it's because um, I have discovered that I can I need to lay I need to stay away from foods that are high on the glycemic index, and weirdly, chocolate is low on the glycemic index Especially because. Dark. Yes, exactly. And so uh, it's one of the few things that are sweet that I can, like, that I feel like I can enjoy guilt-free. And so uh, I only have two and a half of these dark chocolate oranges to last me the rest of 2021 because those those were the only ones I could find. Wow. I, I, yeah. um, That doesn't bode well. No. No, it it really doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. I will say that when I was... Um, thinking of ideas, and, and for our dear listener, I would like to apologize for most of my ideas. Typically, I'm more prolific in the idea factory department, but being at home and working a lot lately, I have not had the I, the opportunity to explore the world as much to as ideate, I might like. Yes, you thank you. But one of the things that came to mind almost immediately was thinking of you, John, this should be a thing that you somehow work with the Trader Joe's people in their tropical shirts to create because I know that you are very passionate about a very small subset of their products and usually they are seasonal. To put it mildly. Right, exactly. I only have two. Get back there. We're going to stop recording. Besha, go break into the Trader Joe's. Go now. Immediately. We'll reschedule. It's um, a very good orange. It's a very <laughs> well. I, I'm it's sure made it of is. chocolate. It's a good orange. And does it make a satisfying <laughs> when you crack it open? Yes. Well, uh, the, the the packaging directs you to slam it very hard onto a, a, a hard surface so that all of the segments break apart, mm. and then you pull the the foil apart, and you've got like a nicely deconstructed chocolate orange. Uh, it's it, it actually works pretty well as a system, and uh, and I endorse it wholeheartedly. Also for aggression, too. So you get your sweets and some anger out. You know that they're not the only company ever to have created this. Like, I used to get these when I was a kid. Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. I suppose that's true. But I I haven't seen them in ages. And yeah, it makes sense that, yeah, um, I mean, it's Trader Joe's. It's going to be tasty. Have you done an internet search of perhaps (gasps) purchasing more than just a couple at a time or relying on Besha to flee right now and, and go to her local Trader Joe's? I don't think that I don't think that you can buy. Tra- I mean, like, I well, no, Trader- it's the not the Terry's t- chocolate orange. Oh, t- Terry's is the brand that there in fact go. has been produced since 1932. Fun fact. Ooh. I mean, can we get them to it- pay us for this? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would accept a sponsorship from any, from any uh, chocolate orange company that wanted to drown me in chocolate oranges. Terry's, drowning you in chocolate oranges since 1932. <sighs> I don't know if I want to drown in chocolate orange, but it is the same, like, you tap it and unwrap it, and there's like a pith in the middle that's just more chocolate, and it's great. There you go. John, you've got options. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so we've already rendered my first idea completely moot. No, no, it's still very useful. I, I still think Trading Joseph needs to be brought to task for his for his failures. 
yeah. and this app is the is the only way to do it. <laughs> this is the only way. You're Give me right. The peppermint uh, JoJo's gluten peppermint gluten free JoJo's. Oh, I'm actually not sure those exist. I might be oh. making it up. I know there's gluten free JoJo's, and I know there's peppermint JoJo's. Maybe there should be a suggestion box. For, I, maybe there is. I don't know. A suggestion box on. Hey friends, have you considered? Give me my goddamn peppermint gluten-free JoJo's that may right. or may not exist because I mm-hmm. deserve it. I wouldn't curse in it though. I recently tried to order yeah. a gift card from West Elm and I used the F word in the message, which was private, and they they immediately kicked my payment back and they Rude. declined to submit my online gift card. And I that said extremely something about like fucking mit- not. Not physically, but like, go to hell, you bastard, you fucking Mitch McConnell kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I I don't, I feel like that's a sentiment we all hold. Yeah. I don't, not that's Dome. not even, what the, what the shit? What the shit? Fuckers. <laughs> what the shit, you fuckers? That's right, I yeah. said it. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, that's fine. I would just maybe not write it down for Trader Joe's in case they kick yeah. out your, your that's idea. <laughs> just out of hand because you've cursed. I'm looking out for you, really. Sorry, where were we? <laughs> we were cursing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just cusses, you know. You know. The normal. Just cusses. Family-friendly podcast, around. everybody. Just cussing around. I want a t-shirt that says just cussing around. <laughs> this See, this is all we do is generate ideas. I know. All we do is generate t-shirt ideas and Brilliant. just cussing around. Speaking of cusses and generating ideas, Amy, yes. what, what's the first thing yeah. that you found? In my file. Well, John, it often astounds me that um, that you have so many ideas and so many of them have been taken because every time I look at them, I find more and more that I want to explore. And some of these are new. So I think we should tackle a new one, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Okay, good. Well, the first one I would like to explore is Disaster Survivability Simulation Classes. Plane, evac, etc. Ooh, ooh, yes, okay, right, all right. It's it's a it's a big big building with something like with a, like a, a a decommissioned airplane inside it, right? And you go in there and you pretend that you're on a flight, but there's also like a big ass water tank and like a crane, and the crane picks up the plane and sort of dunks it into the water tank, and you. Like basically have to like run a simulation of that kind of water landing, and that way you at least know what you're doing, right? It's it's the kind of thing that I think would appeal to a certain class of people who want to feel like they are prepared for anything, and so like it. You know, it, it basically simulates the experience of having to do a water landing in a plane and, like, actually take out the thing, like, the, the life preserver and, like, you know, like, blow up the, the vest and, like, go into the water and see if the light turns on and yada yada. Or, you know, um, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like this is probably a series of interconnected buildings because there would also be one about, like, you know, a, a fire in an office building. Or basically, like, you, you, I would take maybe, like, the top five most commonly imagined disaster scenarios and just work out a way to simulate them as closely as possible and then just sell slots so that people could you know could could come pay for whichever scenario they wanted to and then run it and then feel like they have some experience with it so then you know if it should god forbid ever happen now they know what they're going to do i'm nodding right along with you yeah and 
I feel like it's very valuable. I, I, I was recently exploring, don't ask me why. I'm, I'm prefacing this entire statement with don't ask me why. I was recently exploring the disaster movies of the 70s with a friend of mine, and we ended up singing Maureen McGovern songs for the rest of the evening. But I, I enjoy the, the verb exploring. <laughs> Thank you. The disaster film. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's the best way to to view it. And uh, I think you know we think of the Poseidon Adventure, giant cruise ship, which we're not allowed to get on, but giant cruise ship flips upside down. How do you get out? Um, airplane! Exclamation point. That's a great one. Towering Inferno, another disaster film that we can all relate to potentially. So I am in. On this, I will buy a ticket to all of the things, whether it's earthquake-based, plane-based, water-based, whatever it is. This is kind of like my dream theme park. And the great thing is also that, like, there's nothing that stops somebody from buying multiple tickets to the same thing, right? (laughs) So they could run the water landing several times until they really think they've got it down. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you? I mean, you're not going to get it right the first time. This is why they made Groundhog Day. (laughs) <laughs> well, because I uh, I forget what I was listening to. It was a podcast. I forget which podcast that talked about kind of like that. That actually, in the event of a like a, an airplane crash, where, like where you know, like let's say it just the takeoff doesn't quite happen, and you know, like the airplane is it, it doesn't crash from a very tall height, like maybe ten feet, right? And it, something is on fire, and everybody has to get out, and but it's starting to fill with smoke. You have about ninety seconds for everybody to get out before it starts to become fucking dangerous. So there is a time element and that like you want to get good at doing it quickly. Mm-hmm. So that is, I think that is a service that we could provide. Who are the other people, just exploring that specific example, who are the other people on the plane with you? Are they all ticket holders? So they all have a vested interest in hustling their patoots, as they say? Yes, I think so. However... However, now that you say that, I wonder if maybe some of them are out-of-work actors who need to generate some income mm-hmm. and are given roles. Yeah, I think you need the, the lollygagger, the, no, I just need to get my laptopper, <laughs> that idiot that's already taken off their shoes and socks and yep. they want to put them back on, but they're on the aisle, that person. <sighs> oh. Oh, all of the nightmares. Uh, so, uh, mm, mm, ooh, you know what it is that those people are present for the hard mode, right? So, like you, uh, maybe you buy a ticket for easy mode, intermediate, and hard mode, and maybe legendary. And you know, like you, like yeah, ooh, there's gradations. Ooh, mm-hmm. this is a full fledged business model, people. It really so, is. For reference, um, I am a net, and is my neighborhood emergency team member. And we were, we, 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 we do like, I forget what it was like, three or four weekends of classes. Maybe it was only mm-hmm. two. I don't know. It's all a blur. And then there's a field exercise. And some of that is like, hey, you get to put out a fire with a fire extinguisher. Because most people don't actually do that until they have to. Mm-hmm. And there's like, we are going to work on, shoot, I forget the verb, but um, like lifting a concrete slab carefully, basically, by putting successively higher piles of things under it and none of that is like pressure it's just like okay are you ready let's do this but then there is a live like you're going into a building where some kind of accident has happened and the lights are all out and it is full of actors and the actors are like 
people who've taken the class before and the friends and family of. And so I have some other suggested roles, which is a man who only speaks Spanish asking for his daughter who is bleeding from the face. (laughs) That was a really good one. Yeah. Person who maybe has like a collapsed lung, but you can't tell, and maybe you don't need to stop and find out. Ooh, ooh, the, and maybe you don't need to stop and find out parts a little bit. <laughs> honestly it was it was that uh we were learning to triage and the triage is just like you go in and figure out like is someone fine kind of injured or critical okay and in that case yes and it was like tag people and report back so that we know what we need to do and uh yeah the the class lung person is like tag them red (laughs) go find help (laughs) but first triage everyone wow i I, now i want to be a net it's so much fun. I think it is called CERT or NERT in San Francisco. It is, yes. And yeah. I, I, I received that training as well. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yes. Did you have to get a, a whole bag of tools? Um, I did have to. There were there, there was a, a small set of things that I needed to own. I didn't ever get to do one of the field exercises, but I do remember the training classes. Um, <sighs> so I, yeah, I do have a, I have a high-visibility vest and a, and a hard hat. Yes. And, and the aluminum thing for turning off the gas lines. Ooh, I don't know if I have that. Oh, it's so cool. It looks like a hammer, but also has a cutout in it to turn off gas. It's pretty great. I might I have to go looking in the bag. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I felt good about it. All all of our deployments have basically been like, you know, there are high winds, so we need someone to sit around a down power line and make sure no one steps on it. Mm. That's Not, a good job. Not actually that exciting. But, That's okay. You know, still important. <laughs> Needs to be done. Exactly. Not everyone can be diving in with Exa- the... And, it's, and not everything's going to be a dramatic earthquake where you rush into collapsing buildings to save your neighbors. Sometimes you're just going to go to a warming shelter and keep an eye on people overnight who are staying there because it's too cold to sleep on the street. Right on. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're a, a net or a cert, yeah, this is, these are your tasks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes you are an actor who is like, Miha, Miha, really loudly, and you have fake blood all over your face. <laughs> oh, my God. It was very distressing. It's, it sounds pretty distressing. But, again, that's preparing like, you mentally. Idea. Yeah. Get in that space because it could happen, people. And we don't want you panicking when you see that. Exactly. I think one other, I mean, one other, I have one other wrinkle for this, uh, for this idea. And I think we should move on. But I think another type of ticket that you should buy is one where you don't know what level of difficulty you're going to be presented with. Yeah. Just, you know, like maybe that's for once you've done all of them and then you, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. That's something to consider. The wheel of fortune of <laughs> disaster simulation. Yeah. You could be thrown in the deep end. You could be thinking, oh, piece of cake. I'm just going to sit by this downed electrical wire. NBD. Oh, no. And an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And everyone's dead but you and the guy with the collapsed lung. <laughs> All of my ideas are always so much better after we've talked about them. Oh, I don't know. I read that. And I knew. Instantly. (laughs) This is a winner. This is a winner. We've got all these buildings now. Why not? Come on, people. (laughs) Ooh, all right. Hang on. Speaking of winners, Amy, your next idea that I want to go over is tissue sensor for washing machines. I don't know that you would call this something endemic of a winner. Maybe more someone who's a big loser. 
friends, do you have chronic allergies? Do you occasionally get a stuffy nose and need a tissue? Well, I know what you've done with that tissue. You've put it in a pocket, haven't you? And you're going to take that item of clothing and you're going to toss it into the bin for later. And then you're going to toss it into the washing machine and you're going to open that washing machine, not unlike the plane after the initial disaster survivability exercise begins. And you're going to be horrified with what you find inside because everything is covered with teeny tiny tissue lint. And it is the most frustrating and infuriating situation you could possibly be in because that stuff does not come off. No, it does not. And I know. And you have to put it in the dryer and some, you don't want to use the dryer. But anyway, point being, I think there needs to be some way that the washing machine pauses Knows. and somehow senses that there is a tissue in a jacket that's in the washing machine and says, oh, girl, no, mm-mm, I know it's going to happen. You should search. It doesn't have to know which article of clothing it's in. That's on you. But it just a, a beep or A little something. cellulose detection device. Yes. Yeah. I think it would be incredibly helpful. And also, let's take it, you know, one step further. Those things don't really biodegrade that well. So, I mean, quickly, yes, but there's still particles that we don't really want in our water. So I could prevent that, theoretically, with this warning. I I have no notes. It is a brilliant idea. I'm not sure how it could be executed, but that's not a problem for me to solve. Exactly. That's not on us. Yeah. That's a problem for the brilliant engineers at Maytag or or whoever. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we could convince them to also expand it to um, look for ink. Ooh, good one. And change? Loose change? I mean, that at least isn't harmful, but like... Does clang. Pens going through, not a good scene. Yeah, highlighters. I mean, if you want to talk about nightmares... A dis- a, like, an unused but still extant disposable diaper oh! made its way into oh. our laundry one time. It was it was these sort of like these these beads of gel yeah. that were that yeah. clung to everything, and it, like it was a it was a, it was a, an absolute nightmare. Uh, I mean, it, it worked out. I, I was able to clean everything off, and you know, I had to run another empty cycle of just the anyway. But um, yeah, that was something that I that I would pay extra for a sensor that let yeah. me know, hey, you you accidentally put a diaper in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see the value. I do too. I don't know what what we do. I, often on this podcast we get to these points where all of us do the yeah. Now what? Somebody face. do it. Please, because I don't have the technology. Wherewithal, I, or, yeah, yeah the R&D labs in order to create this. <laughs> I don't know who does, but I would like them to do it. Um, and I'm glad, actually, that you guys have validated, because I was talking with a friend about my ideas, and I said, this is the most grandma idea I've ever had in my whole life. Oh, I love those ideas. Well, friend, then have I got an idea for you that we've already discussed. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> All right, what what's the next what's next on on your plate for me, Amy? Okay, I think I'd like to talk about a grifter matchmaking service that pairs grifters with hot women to be the Elizabeth Holmes. Can we? 
can we agree? I have not watched any of the documentaries or read any of the fucking books, but it is obvious. It's obvious that one of the main reasons why Theranos worked was because Elizabeth Holmes is cute as hell. Yeah. Right? Well, that and the turtleneck. But but like she got a bunch of money from old men because she was a good looking lady. She's cute. Sure, I'll invest in whatever your your fucking thing is. I I have this feeling that I like I have notions for grifts mm-hmm. that if I just could be connected to an unscrupulous hot woman would, would I mean so she could be the face of it and then you know we would all share in the glory of the money later I feel like that would be ideal but I don't know any unscrupulous hot women <laughs> and don't so you? Like, <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I do. But the, but you know. Um, but I mean, like the, this. This is this is a service that should exist, so that you know you can just be like you know. It's like I I need like a, a mysterious brunette, and you you know like you, you you can search, and the service will just pop one up, and it says here is, and the name the names are always in quotes. Here's Darlene, and that's the only name you're ever gonna get. But you are going to work with her, and she is going to split the take with you. But, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, like, maybe there will be people who, who spe- like specialize in certain <laughs> certain things. It was like, I could be convincing at uh, a finance scheme, or yeah. I would make a convincing fake realtor, or I could be a fake MAGA lady. Like, you know, th- diversify. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this is this, so this is my idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do they – so – Let's kind of help the investors out right now because I feel like this is a grift in and of itself. So let's help them understand how this would work. So hot ladies submit probably headshots, a portfolio of credits maybe. Um, It's like the IMDB of grift hot grifters. (laughs) And then you can search based on maybe specific things like I need somebody who knows all about shell companies in the Cayman Islands, or I need somebody that speaks three languages. I'm not saying which three, just, you know, any three. three. We just need to pretend like you're not from here a few times. And then you, as a grifter, can then search this database and select your Darlene, air quotes, and then you two sign some sort of contractual agreement that you won't grift each other. Yes. Which has to be some sort of legally binding document, I would presume. <laughs> so we're going to need a, a a non-grifty lawyer who's also semi-grifty to write up these contracts. And then away you go into the grifting sunset. It is true that, that there is a certain bedrock of trust upon which this entire system must rest that is less bedrock and yeah. more of kind of like a highly porous limestone that has been subject to many years of erosion. Yeah. But but it is I mean it's a house of cards, but it's still a house and it would still work provided <laughs> that nobody goes back on any of you know what I mean like yeah. it uh, I could uh, there was a narrow window through which this could be executed and work great. Uh, uh, there's of course a much higher window where the like double crossed Double crosses would simply abound. That would be bad. But but can't we believe for a second in the in the good version? Well, couldn't there be some sort of mutually assured destruction element that if you do X, then you each have something on each other in a way. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. So if yes. you if there's a cross double or otherwise, 
the details are coming out and it's not going to be good for Darlene. No, no. Yeah. Yes. I, I like it. I like it. Can we address briefly your aversion to anything related to Elizabeth Holmes? Because I am on the opposite side of that spectrum and I have consumed almost everything I could get my hands on because it was so <laughs> oddly fascinating. It, it really, it really truly is. I don't know um, why I have, it's just, I think to me from the outside, it seems like a fairly, like, it seems now in retrospect, right? Because the time during which Theranos was operating, it certainly seemed like they were making some wild-ass claims, but I could see a universe in which that might be possible. But the instant it all collapsed, it became sort of obvious what was what had happened, but the, but the fact is that I, I mean, okay, wait, you've read the stuff. How much of it does hinge upon the fact that she is super cute? It's a non-zero proportion. <laughs> I don't, I think that we have to remember that she is, she's also in, in a way mentally capable and incapable of selecting the truth. She picks certain things to believe in and refuses any idea or component that is contrary to that belief. But but the way that she was able to convince other people to go in with her, right? The like the like here's a thing that definitely works and you should invest. I I feel like especially in the in the early stages of it from what I I because obviously living as I do here in Silicon Valley, I did hear you know, there was some of it, some of the story I was sort of like unable to escape. So it, it seemed like she had a bunch of early investors who she kind of like was able to get on board, primarily through just being, you know, a promising young woman. Yes. And yeah. her whole like mystique and wearing the black turtleneck so she looked like Steve Jobs. And, and a really deep voice. Yeah. She, did you, really did you read voice. the incredible article where she insisted, they talked about how she insisted her dog was a wolf and she kept telling people that? She just, she's very, she, I mean, is a you know, cross to you, Kooky. <laughs> but that's what I want on my tombstone. Props to you, Kooky. <laughs> but yes, yeah, she's, yes, exactly, Besha. She's, she believes in these things fervently and you can't tell her otherwise. So I think she believed so fervently that she had this great idea and other people are, you know, I mean, I, we just talked about a tissue sensor in your washing machine. So, I mean, why couldn't you do these blood tests? What? Yeah. So, you know, old white dudes who might take a shine to her. I, this is another factor we must all consider. The, the white dude factor. Because mm-hmm. she wouldn't have had all of that money if she didn't have a cadre of white dudes. Back right, but the, but the, I think in this case, the operative word here is dudes. Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, we we just, I mean, like, I feel like they're, they're we just, it, it, it's a formula. It's a formula where, mm-hmm. like, you, you just need to find an unscrupulous hot person to be the sort of the focal point for outside attention from mostly, you know, especially dudes. Especially just, dudes. Just stick the vacuum hose directly into their <laughs> wallet and just turn it to high and run. At this stage, I'd like to volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I gotta say, every time I encounter grifts that are by women that mostly involve taking the money of stupid men, I'm like, go for it. You know yeah. what? That's fine. Yeah. And, and you were almost owed it at this point, really. And, and the non-grifts, the things that are like, you know, the the uh, New York City paramedic who was on OnlyFans. And I love that, like, she specifically said... These men are going to pay for porn. Why shouldn't I capitalize on it? Exactly. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Not only is sex work work, but like fucking redistribute that income. Go for it. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That's my soapbox, everyone. <laughs> redistribute income. Away from old white men who are extremely gullible. Please join our grifting matchmaking service. <laughs> I, I don't have a name for it is the only problem. So we'll we'll have to... We'll, well it has to, to be something very subtle. It can't be yeah. Grifter's Matchmaking Service. That's... Or <laughs> Grifter's TM or something like that. It has to be a little bit more subtle while still conveying the notion, you know. Yeah. Yes. You know what you're in for. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, well, but maybe, you know, maybe, maybe inspiration will strike us later in the episode. We'll just come back. Well, I know it's not just cussing around. <laughs> That's our Although I am 100% going to buy that URL. <laughs> so. I think I think perhaps it's time to move to the final Amy idea of the episode. Whew. And okay. I think I think for this one I actually do I'm kind of like sticking to sort of like the domestic goods zone, but I don't care because I want to hear more about it. I want to hear you have a pillowcase related idea and I'm not quite sure that I'm able to envision it. So if you could I would love an explanation. I would love it if you hadn't picked this one because I feel it is my weakest idea, but it is one of the things that frustrates me even more than tissues in the laundry. Mm. Pillowcases. Let's take a quick poll, everyone. What is the most frustrating thing about making a bed? Sure, fresh sheets just out of the laundry, maybe a little toasty still from the dryer. Mm, who doesn't love that? And you pop on the fitted sheet and you tuck under the little flat sheet. And you get all the things situated. And then what are you left with? The worst part of making the bed. The pillowcases. Because what an annoyance. You've done all the moderately difficult work. You've measured. You've tucked. You've pulled down. You've shifted up. You've balanced so that each side is equal. You've done all of that. And then you have this pile of cush and these cushy objects and these four sleeves that you have to shove them into and they never fit properly or they're twisted or your your arm is maybe not long enough and you have to really get it in there and it's not the cute thing like made in manhattan jennifer lopez film from whenever that was where she you know she's you know she's taking the pillow at the hotel foop 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 oh she's all done she's magnificent it's not like that it's a challenge and if you're like me and like pillows you have to do that for Times we we do have a lot of pillows on our bed. Yeah, and it's the biggest. You feel like you you're done, and then suddenly you're left with the mountain of pillows, and you're not even close to being done. So I demand. I don't ask. I demand that we come <laughs> up with a better situation where maybe you just like a sheet. You lay out a sheet at an angle, and you place the pillow in the center, maybe like a pillow burrito, and you fold and you roll yes. and you tuck it together, and bam. You're done. Easy. Or if you can work at Chipotle. Burrito. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why can't it be like that? Why does it have to be a sleeve? I don't know. 
I don't know. And you know what? And the answer, because it's always been like that, is not good enough. That is unacceptable. I agree. So I think we should all figure out a way to make this happen. I feel as though of all of the ideas that we, maybe not throughout the life of the podcast, but at least all of the ideas that we have had as a collective in my episodes, this may be the simplest one. But simple is good, though. Right? Just unwrap it. I could see this happening where, like, one person figures out a way to get it done. And whenever it is something, events like the Renegade Craft Fair get to roar back to in-person life, this person is going to open a stall and will take this craft fair by storm. And make a killing. Yes, and within the next, like, year, we'll see them everywhere. The Pillarito. Yes. And all I'm saying is, we want to cut. Yeah. And just, I'd like them all to be emblazoned with my full name, please. (laughs) (laughs) Or my face. I want everyone sleeping on my face. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't want everyone sleeping on my face, because I'm going to be a part of the grifter matchmaking service, and everyone would be like, oh, her. I sleep on her. her. (laughs) Wait a minute. This isn't working in my favor. Yeah, I feel like that's just a simple thing. Maybe it fastens with a button, maybe it doesn't. But I, you know, people complain, like, oh, my pillow slipped around. Oh, this pillowcase is floppy, whatever. Just tighten it again. Like a wee swaddle. Ooh. You could actually, mm, yes. I'm envisioning a, a design with Velcro. Anyway, the, the words, your use of the word swaddle was like it touched off a firestorm of association in my brain. But yes, no, yes. But yes, somebody. No, yes. <laughs> somebody get this done, please. please. Please, I'm begging you. I hate waking in bed. I hate it so much. <sighs> somebody help Amy out. Do we have time for one more of mine, do we think? Uh, you people are the bosses of this. I'm just along for the ride. Because I think we've done three of yours. I think, let, let's, you know what, let's do a third one of mine and we can wrap it up and we'll bring you back for the next one. We can pillow burrito this. All right, let's do a simple one. <laughs> Global office break room. I, I, I mean, I hesitate to ask this because I, um, I know what the answer was going to be, but there, there weren't any notes on that. I, for those John. who have listened to this podcast <laughs> many, many times, they know for a fact, John, There's never there any were notes. no notes. Sometimes there are notes. There are notes. Uh, that, yes. And I was noticing that a lot of them are the ones that I've been on. Did I add those notes, perhaps? I don't know. <laughs> I d- no. But I could guess, maybe, what you were thinking about. But please do, because I, my mind is empty. <laughs> well, I think in these days, as we've reviewed previously, all of the apps that we have to stay connected with people now that we're not allowed to connect with them in physical human form, perhaps this, which did not occur during These Are Quarantines, Times, this was an idea maybe to connect people in different locations who maybe share a similar work title or office or who, structure or... Who were isolated working from home in the before times when not everyone was doing that yeah could be Mm -hmm. so perhaps you in your infinite wisdom thought maybe everyone can just log on and then you just you just see somebody just standing in their kitchen (laughs) 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 and then you you talk to them and maybe somebody else joins and they're they've bought their own water cooler that they have (laughs) Just in a corner of the dining room. You know, when I said I thought maybe I knew what you were thinking of, I 100% don't anymore. 
here's the thing though, which is I'm pretty sure you you are correct because that's the only implementation I can think of. And yeah, I mean, I still think it maybe has it's it. I think it still has some merit, but we will we can all admit at this point that the that the the luster has come off this particular idea of 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 constant work from home, and. The notion of like having another virtual meetingy kind of thing a- at this point, I-, I think people would probably rather yeah. chew their own arms off. Absolutely. But, no, I know. need my arms to get my pillow in my pillowcase. Zoom happy hour. <laughs> Fair. Mm. I do think that there's something to be said for a global office break room in maybe a large corporation. And you constantly work with these people who are, oh, I work with those guys there in the New York office. Oh, yeah, those dudes in Mumbai. I talk to them on the phone, but I never see them. And then, I don't know, maybe you could just have a moment where you go into the break room and you can wave at each other and hold up your samosas. I don't know. (laughs) Share a moment with someone that you've never met but have worked with for a long time. And they're like, it's 2 a.m. here in Mumbai. Why are you waving samosas at me? (laughs) (laughs) Because why wouldn't I be? It's 2 a.m. I'm tipsy. (laughs) And still at work. Yes, that too. Good God. Yeah, no, I I think that's what it is. And I think that it will have to be something that, that somebody's just going to have to implement. And we'll just see how it goes. I mean, it's no Wendy's limo party, but it's something. Uh, one day, we, the three one. of us, <laughs> I, I, I still, I see this in our future. Oh, yeah. The three of us can make this happen. I'm going to take my money from the Grifter matchmaking service and rent that limo and pay for all the Wendy's you people can fit in your faces. <laughs> That's going to be quite a Thank lot. Thank you. You're so welcome. Do, 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 do. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Now, since that's all we've been doing, I wonder if perhaps we should limit ourselves to terrible recommendations. Does somebody have a terrible recommendation? Because if, if you don't, I do. I, I, d- I don't think I do. Yeah, I'd like to hear yours. My terrible recommendation is we all have trash cans that exist on the outside of our house that we have to wheel to the curb for the for the trash truck to come pick up my terrible recommendation is to open the lid of your recycling bin and really look in the sort of like the corners of it where the hinges are because it turns out that there are enormous terrible spiders that live in those particular spots uh, that are so large and terrifying that you will find a pair of heavy work gloves and use those to handle your trash bins from now on until eternity. when the time comes to roll them yeah when the time comes to roll them to the curb and back i yep will never i yeah no uh yeah. it's hideous <gasps> and terrible please please don't do it no why would oh yep yep it's 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 bad it's bad it's, it's awful bad. it's awful i have some orb spinner spiders uh, around mm-hmm. my like carport and I leave them alone because I know they're not going to harm me and they're outdoors so they have not broken the sacred compact of not coming inside but they mm. are huge and they are quite often strung from my trash bins <sighs> oh, oh no <laughs> I, just, I, I, I think I tweeted this but like there's one in my bathroom window on the outside she's, she's just doing her thing mm-hmm. and I keep the shades closed so I don't have to look at her Right? But I, got, I got new blinds for the bathroom 
and I had to install them, which meant that I was about six inches from her on the other side of a securely closed window, but just like staring her in the face for the 20 minutes it took me to install the blinds. And I had to scream afterward because it was so viscerally horrifying. Every inch of my skin is crawling right now. Yeah. 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 Try it for 20 minutes. No. No. Hard pass. I refuse absolutely the fuck not. Oh my god. I am glad that we've made it full circle and we ended talking about orbs. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that, see, this is a disappointing misnomer because they don't seem to make orbs. They just make webs. Yeah. I'm sure there's some other reason. Come on, science. There's probably a whole podcast about them. Orb chat. I'm positive there is. I, there are probably multiple. There are some for the spiders. There are some for just regular orbs. We may, we may never know. Probably not. <laughs> and now it's time to let everyone know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is easy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all that stuff at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B-E-S-H-A, although my display name is currently House Raccoon. And that's a transliteration. Of house D&D. raccoon. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> raccoon who lives in a house. Oh, I love it. Well, you can soon find me on griftermatchmakers.com. <laughs> that's still not it. I'm going to think about the, no. the URL for that. We need that's a pun. not it. Yeah, only grifters. Grift. Anyway, fill that in. We'll come up with a better idea. And, and John, you can just edit that in later. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. good. <laughs> fix it in post. If you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five thingy rating in whatever podcatcher you're using to listen. And if you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review. It would help us out a lot. If you feel like being extra, extra amazing, give us one of your ideas in that review. And if you've done all of that already, the next time someone asks what you've been listening to, tell a friend. Thanks. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want a credit. Do you? Do-do.